Yo, yo, yo. What's up, y'all? What's up, world? What's up? How you guys doing? <laughs> it's your boy, Narik. That's cool. And uh, this is your boy, Skywalker Mike. There it is. And this is the Soundflake Podcast. As you can tell, it's a little bit uh, silent on, on, on the other side over there. It's a little empty. Our uh, co-host, um, A. Sincere, is not here. Sincere is not here um, for this podcast, and we are going to miss him. But... I know that he'll be back in full form in 2020. Um, damn, man, 2020's around the corner. Yeah, this is actually the last episode of the year. <laughs> yep, yep, cue that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna, crazy, man. It's, it's gonna been be a, a fun year. year. Yeah, it's been a good year, and it's gonna be a fun next year. So I'm yes. looking forward to it all. Wonderful, exciting plans for the Soundflick pod. Looking forward um, to all the movies yes. in 2020. Tons, tons of movies. Um, we're definitely going to go through just some of the more anticipated ones towards the end of the podcast, but we know why we're here. And this mm-hmm. podcast not only is our last one of the year, but it is covering a very, very important movie, an important franchise, franchise. an important saga, an important entity and creation um that has i would say shaped some of our society you know it's been something that has been really really um in a lot of pop culture it's been involved in a lot of jokes and just in a lot of like societal things it's kind of just integrated in Mm -hmm. in with us yeah yeah just like even even having um, characters, I guess, represent people of color. You know, breaking barriers. And, oh yeah, and stuff totally. like that. It, it's it's done a lot for, I guess, for this world and yeah. for this galaxy. So special <laughs> effects. It's done a lot yeah. in the special effects community and the visual effects community. Um, this is like, as far as me growing up, and and the movie started before I was even born, but you would always hear about the people, like what it takes to make that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. You would. This is the first movie where it wasn't just the actors who were getting all of the applause. It was like the people who created the costumes, the people who were yeah. the puppeteers, the people yeah, a lot who created the scenery. It. I think even at the end of this credit uh, for the Rise of Skywalker, I saw like they included the chefs who worked on on set too. So like... Yeah. It's cool to just to see everybody who had a everyone, hand in it, you know. Everyone is involved. It is a worldwide phenomenon. If you haven't guessed it yet, we are talking about Star Wars. The the probably um my favorite franchise movie, you know. Just of, just like out of all franchises, like, like, out of all st- franchise. like the Star Wars yes. franchise. Bro, you know, it's definitely top three, I feel like, worldwide ever. Yeah. You know, like ever, ever. I don't think anybody who's been born since they've come out can yeah. say that anything really rivals the impact and uh, of Star Wars. Yeah. Like Star Wars is crazy, bro. It's crazy. The, the yeah. mythology on it, the lore, what it teaches about light and dark and how to treat one another and power and greed and all knowledge, these different themes, stuff, knowledge, yeah. elements, patience, um, different virtues that you used to get it almost in like a religious format, yeah. you know, but like as time progressed and people, you know, didn't just want to get that from religion, it comes in other forms and yeah. it's integrated in other forms. And Star Wars was definitely one of those, one of those uh, um, entities, one of those vehicles 
that can really push the culture forward with the things that they included in it. Yeah, um, it spans across generations, you know. So I think that was one of the things Star Wars kind of accomplished, you know, just grabbing different generations and and bringing them together for this one, you know, uh, franchise. You know, just several characters, uh, several timelines. It, Star Wars is it's all over the place, but it's all interconnected. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's so beautiful. definitely, I I think that this is. I think this is the only franchise that that has nine movies in in like succession, right? Aside from the MCU, of course. But yeah, they have several shows, uh, cartoon shows. I know there's like comics too. You know, it's, it's I I would say it's bigger than what Marvel has accomplished. You know, even just before that, even before Marvel, really? you'd say even bigger yeah. than Marvel. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I think movie wise, I don't know about impact culture wise because mm-hmm. marvel marvel comics were out well yeah around you know long yeah, yeah, before yeah, yeah. that no, they were kind of influencing true. the culture captain america was slapping hitler mm-hmm. like it, you know you can't beat that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true but um but yeah it a- was influential though like like beyond bro beyond it's crazy i think star wars gave us a glimpse into the future Mm-hmm. And what we thought was like the future can happen. <laughs> Besides all like the Jedi stuff and everything, just the ships and, you know, the droids having robots being, you know, side by mm-hmm. side with humans, having aliens being side by side with humans. It was just so eye opening and something we would have never gotten. And it came all from the imagination of uh, the great George Lucas. George Lucas. Man. Sparked it all. Sparked that idea, and it, it's amazing when you look at. There's plenty of documentaries. If you haven't like looked into how Star Wars was made, um, there's there's plenty of documentaries that you can look at um, that just really show um, the type of creativity that goes into constructing a world. Yeah, yeah. There's it's just a lot to talk about this in this episode. It's going to be beautiful. Um, just starting off with this latest trilogy, you know, is I was surprised that they even brought it back, you know, like uh, after the the prequels. Um, I don't know. It's just <clears throat> sorry for how long it spent. Was yeah. this, this is like forty years basically? Like it started mm-hmm. in yeah, like forty years, in like seventies, late seventies. Um, and then came back in the two thousands, early two thousands. Yeah, and I think that surprised a lot of people too. Yes. You know, yeah, but. I don't think a lot of people um, knew that that was going to happen. But when George Lucas talked about doing a prequel to the story that everyone knows of Luke Skywalker, you know, um, and Darth Vader, Vader and the Empire, and that, all, all that it just it just it created so much more intrigue to go into the origins, some of the origins of what makes these characters these characters. Mm-hmm. You know, how did this little boy become? the most evil yeah. villain, the scariest villain with the crazy voice that we've never heard before I, and the yeah. laser sword that we've never seen before. I always find it surprising that he started with like the middle three movies and then was like, you know what? Let's let's do the first three now. It's like, yeah, but you don't really see that a lot in any franchise, you know? You'll see like a, a, a movie and then you'll see a prequel, but three movies... The first, mm-hmm. which is like the middle part of the story, and then the the first part of the story later on, and then the last part of the story way, 
way down the line, you know. So, and then even the way they they brought it all together, you know. And if it, I mean, if it wasn't for Disney, I guess I mean I, I think well, it would it would have happened. But it's been uh, said that he didn't he didn't really plan Star Wars out to be this whole grand thing that yeah. Star Wars became. You know, he really just had this story of this farm boy going off into an adventure mm. and f- saving the galaxy from his father. Like, he just had that story. And I think what happened was, is that it was so compelling. People just it was wanted so more. interesting that people were like, well, where is he from? How did this happen? Like, well, yeah. has this always been this way? Are they the only ones? Well, it's implied that there were more. All these different questions started coming up over the years that he was just like, you know what? Let me just write, you know, a little prequel on how this happened and we'll we'll go from there. So I really think he he was just kind of building it as it went along. Mm-hmm. And I think as he got older, he just didn't want to do that anymore. And Disney was like, Well, we'll shoot you some mm-hmm. cash. And he was like, four billion. And they were like, All right, cool. That's, that's nothing. <laughs> Let me just write that for you right there. Yeah. We just made that this year of movies. Like, it's crazy. But um, yeah, and then Disney now took it to where it is currently, and we have a brand new trilogy of uh, of Star Wars, and it is featuring a new band of characters. Some old um, have made their appearance throughout this trilogy in order yeah. to bridge it with the original movies that George uh, Lucas did. Um, John Williams was back to score the movie, yes, which was beautiful. He's, he scored amazing. the entire franchise pretty much. And that's just like such an amazing thing that his musical yeah. um, catalog and track record could be felt in a real way throughout all of these movies. And without him, I don't think it would yeah. be the same. It, you, uh, it's John Williams made Star Wars like what it is, you know, without the, the music and like all the without the music, like you wouldn't have like these epic scenes. Or uh, just like the little things, like the beginning or the outro. Just it's just I don't know. Yeah. Without his music, it's special. It's it's. I wouldn't say it's the same. Nah, not but, at all. Not at all. So, but I, I heard this is his last last Star Wars uh, movie that he's doing. So which, we'll see where it goes. I, I mean, mean, should I'd give him a yeah. round of applause? You know, if, if we had the round of applause button, I hit the <laughs> round of applause button because he did great work and yeah. he introduced me to classical music in in that regard classical scored music you know i remember i bought a john williams cd double disc cd of oh, wow. his greatest hits and it had um stuff from the phantom menace it had stuff from um of course the star wars theme imperial march it had things from jaws it had schindler's list it had jurassic That's park crazy. It, and that just introduced me yeah. to film scores i was like i love this music and it's so epic and it takes me on this journey and you know, so shouts out to John Williams because yeah, he's, he's, he's a staple boss. in a lot of a lot of iconic movies. I'd say yes, you know, especially absolutely. you know Star Wars is being the biggest. Yes, Star um, Wars being the biggest. I would say Jurassic Park after that, and then it, whatever else he did, like a lot of one offs. I might be missing some, but I feel like that's those are the biggest yeah, those right are the there. Big. Yeah, man. But um, Star Wars, Star Wars, we have this brand new trilogy. Um, Star Wars The Force Awakens, Star Wars The Last Jedi, Jedi, and the most recent one that we're here to talk about, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. And um, this 
trilogy, not only just a, a cap on the trilogy that they just started, but also a cap on the entire nine movie, nine plus movie um, story arc that's yeah. been going on with the Skywalkers and with the Palpatines and with the Senate and with the Jedi Academy and everything in between. So it's definitely a lot to unpack. Um, we've definitely reached, we, we're finally here, guys. We're finally here. Yeah. It's the end of it. And me and Skywalker Mike both watched the movie twice. Yes. And um, <laughs> I can we, help it. Yes. And, and we are both, we're both going to talk about how we feel um, of this, uh, you know, about this entire culmination of something that's yeah. so near and dear to our hearts. So I'm going to pass it over to Skywalker Mike. Let me know so, how you feel so you, about. So you about, want to know how I feel? About yeah, the, man. This movie or bro, the your, trilogy? Your name is Skywalker Mike, bro. We have to know how you feel about the rise of Skywalker Mike. That's what I'm calling it from now on. When we put it up on there, it's the rise of Skywalker Mike. So the rise of Skywalker, my thought of Skywalker Mike. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was what you know what I expected with a little bit more. You know, I, it wasn't. It wasn't perfect. You know, not not every yeah. movie is perfect, but um, I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it. I was on the edge of my seat. Um, it was kind of, it felt more fast paced than most Star Wars movies. You know, I and, agree with that. Um, I think that's kind of what I liked about it too. You know, it was kind of uh, straight to the shits. Like, yeah, boom. Yeah, yeah right off going. the bat. Yeah. Kind of just right off the bat is just like, oh, we're getting into this already. It's not gonna be uh, chasing the story until we finally get to the plot. It's kind of like. This is what it is. Yeah. It's game I mean, time. Yeah. I mean, everybody knew this was like the end of the too. movie. You know, you can't expect anything afterwards mm -hmm. to happen. Um, but yeah, I liked it a lot. I saw it with a, my group of friends twice, back-to-back -back days. And um, it was fun. Even even the audience in the in the movie theater, you know. Just, Did you have a good audience in your theater? Like oh, they were yeah. cheering and stuff? Oh, yeah. Right off the bat. Just oh, man. Everybody with the, with the scroll... Of you course. know, it's just everybody just starts applauding, and mm -hmm. and I'm seeing it with people that um haven't even seen the the first six, you know, barely even the first eight, you know. S some of these people, like some of my friends, I were like, "Just come watch it, you'll like it," you know. Mm -hmm. And they they left the movie theater Enjoying wanting it. wanting more, you know. So it's like, go watch the other ones, and yeah, you'll love it. <laughs> and I would say that that's probably something that Disney wants to hear because. As much as Disney understands how many people are fans of Star Wars, mm. they still want more fans. Yeah. You know, they still, they still want, want new ones that are going to come through and yeah. support the brand as it goes forward. Because now we're really done with anything that George Lucas had an idea about. True. That you is know, very true. everything moving forward is now. It's brand new territory, mm. you know, brand new territory could be brand new people, could be brand new angles of, of where they take it. And I think that that's what that's so interesting um, about like about Star Wars, because it's timeline based. Yeah. And what's in now is are properties that are book based, you know, more book based and and more into like. Uh, different versions, alternate versions of characters, different things that they can kind of craft and and make yeah. into the franchise. So I thought that that it's going to be interesting with Star Wars because 
of this timeline, are they always going to, whatever they create going forward, are they always going to have to place it within the timeline that we know? Or is it going to be treated like it's a Marvel movie and just like, here's what happens in Star Wars world, you know, on one day, you know what I mean, as it goes through? I feel like it'll it'll be a little bit of both, you know, they're just going to be plugging holes here and there, like, this is what happened before... This is what happened after this. This is this led up to this. You know, I mean, Rogue One and Solo kind of plug up some holes where you're like, oh, okay, that, that makes sense. It's not a much needed detail, but it's nice yeah. to have it because you can plug it in and be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. That um, Solo kind of helped the resistance make some money so they can fund the resistance, you know? Yeah. Or in Rogue One, how they got the, the message um to to Leia or yeah to pretty much the R two D two and then mm-hmm. so on everybody's like oh that makes sense how they got the message and it's just little things like that I love seeing that how Rogue One just perfectly went into a New Hope that yeah. was like mm. pretty much right directly yeah. you know it was just genius it was genius I loved it and it was great because you get that moment and I don't think any movie I don't think any movie really ha- really has given you that moment where Hmm. when that scene when all of a sudden the scene becomes recognizable and you're like oh wait 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 i i know what's gonna happen yeah. right now like this is gonna go into oh 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 they're doing it they're doing it. and and it's just <laughs> that i've never felt that way yeah. in a movie before and i gotta definitely give credit to rogue one for making me feel that way because that's difficult to do to mm. create something that'll just i think marvel will do it Marvel will do it yeah, eventually. They do They're going to create a movie that just it just seamlessly goes right into something. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, this is great. This is like, I know exactly what's going on um, while it goes through. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. But Rise how'd, of Skywalker. Yeah. How did you feel about the Rise of Skywalker? I did not like it at all. <laughs> um, I, you know, newsflash. Yeah. St- Star Wars. It. I give credit to J.J. Abrams. He had a lot on his plate. But he made some bad decisions. Even him, he made some bad decisions. And and I think he knows that he made bad decisions because when you hear his interviews about it, he's just kind of like, yeah, some people are going to like it, some people won't. And when you say things like that, um, you may think that you're coming off as like, oh, I'm just acknowledging that everyone will just have their opinion about it. But really, you're coming off with like, I didn't really give a fuck. So, like, I just kind of made the decisions and you're going to like it because it's going to come out and there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. And I really felt that from the movie. Um, I think that a lot of the, I think the pacing threw me off at first. When mm-hmm. I saw it a second time, I appreciated it. Yeah. Because it was like, all right, we're going to get straight to it. But there was so much that had to be covered. I felt like I was just entering into the middle of the scene of every scene. Yeah. Like, I didn't know... There was no start or end to a scene. It was just constant movement of things that are going on as it switches from location to location. And um, it took a little while to like kind of find its footing. I think it found its footing when the, when the whole team got together. Mm. And, oh yeah, spoiler alert, just letting you know, yeah. it's going to be filled with a whole bunch. Hello. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when the whole team got together to go uh, search for the Wayfinder, mm. I think that's when like, okay, the movie's starting now like we're getting we're getting yeah. to it and the pacing kind of slowed up and 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 the growth uh started happening but it just didn't do it for me there was a lot of things that did not make sense there were just a lot of like all the way down for from Ray's reveal 
to the decisions that were made, um, like leading up to to them getting together. So like you have a spy that they were getting information from, and the okay, I'll give you that one. You I know what really I mean? Like, like the whole spy, thing. the whole spy thing was horrible. That was like <laughs> that to, was to like, reveal that it was the general, one thing. Yeah, like why didn't you reveal that it was Kylo, or why didn't you reveal that it was one of the Knights of Ren? Or why didn't you reveal? You know what I mean? Like yeah. that. Those two things right there would have made a lot more sense than using General Hux yeah, as that the one did throw me off punchline. It made sense, but it still was like hilarious. In the, in the context, was just like mm, it General was tr- Hux out of everybody. It, yeah. it, 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 the feelings that I was feeling were mixed. They mm-hmm. were mixed up with what I was seeing. I, when Lando was revealed. Nobody like clapped. Nobody like made anything. Like we were just like, oh, like Lando, like okay, <laughs> cool, you know. And like him, he just had very cringeworthy lines of tell her I said hey and everything. <laughs> it was like, oh, bro, like chill. Leia's usage, um, I think was just like for them to just throw it in there that all of a sudden she's training Ray now and she's a beast and all this stuff. Like I, I just didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. I didn't buy Luke catching I feel like, the lightsaber and saying, oh, a, a lightsaber's weapon needs a little bit more respect after you just tossed it in the last uh, movie. Like, there were just so many cringeworthy things that I was just like, this isn't going right. Now, I love that she was reading the text. I mm-hmm. thought that was great. I love that there was, like, Sith artifacts that were involved in this movie yeah. because I think that that's something that Star Wars has missed. Mm-hmm. Palpatine, it's cool that he came back. It's cool that he came back. I actually don't mind him coming back. Yeah. I don't like when he is the, um, when he's like the aggressor. I like him as mastermind, mm-hmm. like mastermind Palpatine. But when he's the aggressor, I just feel like it's it's a very well, underwhelming yeah. match. I feel like in this movie he's like that because this is the final stage of his plan. Like he just wants to get it over with. You know, he's not really a mastermind. I mean, he spent so many years He has to be a mastermind if he made all of these clones, took over Snoke, did yeah. all of this stuff. But I mean, your plan comes to an end eventually, you know? And and it ended with him finding Ray, his his granddaughter, you know? And um his granddaughter. His That's grand- another thing too. Like that timeline doesn't even make sense. For him to have a granddaughter like was that when it was in when he was in Naboo? Like, but that's the, when he was in the, the Senate. The thing with Star Wars is like they they hardly ever tell you like these details. Like we don't even know where Anakin came from. You know, well, the Metaclorians. He just manifested. He's basically, Jesus. Yeah, that uh, kind of yeah, but um, Qui Gon you know, at least explained that. Yeah, I guess yeah, but overall, it's just like they've always like kind of left out details and stuff where it's like, well, well, what is it? And then they just keep going. It's like, okay, well, I guess well. We'll probably figure it out in another movie, but with the whole with the whole granddaughter thing um, with Palpatine, they were actually going off a comic. Uh, it was like a, a Dark Empire. Dark, yeah, I've yeah. heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of Dark Empire. They, I saw so, a lot so of if anything, about that. I, I never, I've never read it personally, but um, it probably discusses it in there a little bit. You know, um, but Palpatine see that, having that's the thing that makes me upset because Disney came out when they bought Lucasfilms and said everything in the EU doesn't matter. It's not canonized. None of it happened. This is what happened. We're going to start from here. Yet they take stories from that expanded universe and use them, which isn't a problem. But the problem is, is that 
there were events that made what happened in the EU make sense. Mm -hmm. And when you take those events away and then you still have the thing happen, it's like, bro, like what, what made them do that? You know, I think, I think Kylo Ren's redemption was cool. I think he should have stayed alive. I Um, think that him and Ray, I think a love story between them, like, like continuing together as Skywalker and Palpatine would make more sense than Ben dying and then Ray just like continuing forward and saying that she's a Skywalker when she's yeah, not. I don't really see it as a love story. I don't I don't either. Well like not not like I'm just talking about how they near like what they made it. No because they like, didn't have to kiss. No we would have well, never saw well, we that's what never I'm saying. Saw it like, as a love story. Even the kiss I don't even see it as them like, oh I like you so I'm gonna kiss you. Like I feel like a lot of people in America, when they see people kissing, it's like, oh, they like each other. Oh, you they're, thought they're it was together. just relief? No. I thought it was more like, um, kind of like a thank you. It's like, I'm proud of you type of thing. You know? I mean, I don't know if you remember, Luke and Leia kissed. And, yeah, it was gross. And, yeah. I mean, but they're brother, brother and sister. <laughs> so, I mean, seeing seeing kissing, you know, there's people in foreign countries that kiss on the lips, you, on you know, when they say hi, bye, or like. Totally. You know, stuff it's like a, that. It could, it's like a cultural thing. Yeah. And. That's dope because I like the cultural aspects that they included into the movie, like the like the festival that they mm-hmm. went to, Aki Aki Fest. I thought that, was, that was super cool. Yeah. How they were dancing, the colors, everything. I was like, oh man, this is a great set piece. Yeah. Like just to have that have that go through. So I thought that was pretty tight. But all in all, man, there were just a lot of holes. Like there were, it's it's a ton, and and I know that you said that Star Wars kind of has these holes, but they don't have them where they don't. They don't have them purposely. They have them in a more mythical sense where it's like, Mm -hmm. you don't know the answer to this because you haven't raised into the rank of knowing the answer to this. That's kind of how they always made you feel, especially following Anakin's stories and and powers and everything like that. And with this, this trilogy, they did a lot of teasing without fulfilling. Like, we don't know, still don't know why uh, Luke's lightsaber is even around. Because Maz said that she was going to tell the story of how she got it and why it was calling out yeah. to Ray, and I that mean, didn't happen. I feel like, well, I don't think they could t- bring that back into. It was a perfect time to do it because right. she was there. In, yeah, she was in the movie. Like, yeah, she was there, but during I f- the training. But I feel like they should have did that in Last Jedi. So a lot of the stuff where you say our holes, to that point. I'm glad you said it's that. It's like, like, like you said, J.J. Uh, Abrams like worked with what he had, you know. And even The Last Jedi, like, he was supposed to work on The Last Jedi, but he didn't want to because uh, Disney wanted it out the year after. He's like, I can't do that, you know? It's, it's not going to come out right. Um, yeah, Dis- Disney dropped the ball. Kennedy dropped the ball on Last Jedi. And, you know, that's that's my ultimate take on this movie. I feel like it set it back a little bit. That's it, what I was going to say. It's not as cohesive because of The Last Jedi. It really isn't. In watching the movie the first time, by the end of it, I hated Last Jedi even more. I was just like, you guys did this. I mean, like, because of the narrative throwaways of Last Jedi, where they were just like, you know what? Like, we're going to just troll everybody. Like, it really, they really went meta hmm. in Last Jedi to affect the audience and us as we feel about the property instead of telling a great story and I think that's why JJ also said there's going to be some people that like this movie and there's going to be some people that don't because The Last Jedi is 
the movie that kind of split the fan base. You know, yeah. there's a lot of people that like The Last Jedi and think that it's it's perfect. The I way feel it like is, that they know? like it for its trollness. Mm. They don't actually like the movie. They just like that it made people mad. Yeah. You know, like people yeah. just like that people are mad about Last Jedi. But if you really look at it, and I'm gonna watch it again, like now that it's on on streaming mm-hmm. and now that I've seen Rise of Skywalker, I'm really, really gonna watch it again. And I they just they they really fucked it up, man. They they thought about it as a Marvel movie. I feel yeah. like that's what Last Jedi was. It yeah. was just like a Marvel movie that you could just tell this story and it doesn't necessarily matter. Because it could be an alternate universe or it could be whatever, but mm-hmm. without realizing, yo, this cements the timeline. Like that means that shit happened, and now we have to recover now we have to from go it. Off that, yeah. um, one of the things I was talking about with my friends is um, if if Disney kind of went with slower pace and let J.J. Abrams do all the movies, I feel like right now we would be getting the Last Jedi, opposed to I the agree. last part of the trilogy. You know, and I feel like. That, that would have been great. That would have been great. Like just waiting all this time from for the Force Awakens to finally see the second one, but yeah, obviously it didn't work out like that because you know Disney kind of just wanted to, they just wanted to get it going. They knew they were going to make money regardless. You know, people th- were going to go watch the movie and buy stuff, and all that stuff. I think that they they gave the property to a loose cannon, and in <laughs> in their in their midst of trying to hurry everything up. They were just like, here, you take care of it. And that was a bluff because J.J. Abrams really set up. Whether you like Force Awakens or not, or, or think it's like a rehash of A New Hope, which I kind of feel like, but it just has this energy to it that I felt like, wow, like they're really introducing some new things here. Like there's a lot to explore yeah. here. This could be great. Like you don't really know who's a Jedi and who's like Sith powers or mm. anything like that. Like it could, it could possibly be Finn. He's wielding a lightsaber. It could be Ray. Like, wow. Like this is so interesting. What if it's both? Like, what if they share it? What if there's like, yeah. you know, it's all these different ideas. Yeah. And then last Jedi just came, shitted on all of them. Yeah. And then now rise of Skywalker has to come and make uh, this story. Right again, you know, write yeah, right, write the ship, and it's like even in trying to write the ship, they they didn't do it well. Like yeah. in trying to rush that, like I'm sorry, her as Emperor Palpatine's great grand, or not a great, should be great, but just as a, a granddaughter, that doesn't make sense. There's no way to slice it. There's no way to make that make sense. And we saw what the parents look like when she was like four. <laughs> like it just it it doesn't make any sense yeah. unless. Unless I feel like, well, in the Force, you Awakens, talk about clones, yeah. you know, which you know, I think clones would have been a great explanation for Rey. It would have been great if she fought like six of her own clones that mm-hmm. looked like her, that all wielded red lightsabers, and that's the fight, you know, and that I feel like would have been, wow, mm-hmm. you know, if you're gonna go down that road. Go yeah. down that road, but don't just like throw that in there and then half-ass yeah. it with some electricity that he should have learned his lesson when he fought Mace Windu. Like, literally the same shit happened, bro. Yes, yes, and no. You know, like, I, I mean, that's his only power. If you think about what is, what is he going to do, force choker? He can't do that he to her, you it. know? Yeah. I mean, that's his granddaughter at the same time. Um, But yeah, like, just, just with the, the whole Palpatine thing, like, I guess we don't really know when he comes back to life because he said it himself. He's like, I've died. You know, before I'm back now, 
Um, obviously, I think it was his followers who managed to to get all that done and bring him back. And then somewhere along the line is when he was looking for his son because he found out, oh, my son had a, a daughter, so that's my granddaughter. Like, where'd the son come from? That's the thing. Like, where well, is the son coming from? I mean, when he died, obviously, there was an order that he gave. And everybody knows that order. Uh, order. Um, no, that that was before he died. That was when he became no, the emperor. No, when he di- when he 66? died when he died, um, there was a like pretty much a contingency plan of what's going to happen. And um, who knows? That could have been a part. Of, we don't really know what his plan was going to be if he were to die. Nobody knows. One of the things could have been like. Um, he probably could have had a son that he hid from everybody and it's like, go put him over here. And then when it time comes, you know, go look for him and I just don't get think him that at all. That's costs. really in, in his character. You know, like it doesn't seem like, that I mean, it's pretty mastermindish his, though. If you think about it. Well, I think what's mass, what's mastermindish about it would be the clones because he did this whole attack of the clones, created the stormtroopers, did mm-hmm. this whole long plan, final order. Yeah. Like, for him to have clones as children or as himself that he can control using the Force is totally within Mm -hmm. the parameters of his character, you know, of just like, whoa, that's diabolical, that's crazy. Can you imagine little younglings running around, but they're like little Sith younglings? Like, it would be insane. But you didn't do that. Like, you just... Well, they didn't show it, obviously, you know. There there was a lot that I wish they could have showed, you know, but I guess in just in the context of everything that the way they it all lined up with the last Jedi and all, I feel like a lot a lot of that should have been explained in the last Jedi. We should have found out who Ray was in the last Jedi. Mm-hmm. So that way it wouldn't have been a surprise and and kind of thrown people off in this one, you know. Waited three movies and a lot of people already had like um, theories that she was a. a well, Palpatine, they said that. Well, know? they said that that she was no one. That's what the canon was. So her being a Palpatine, I don't know was was supposed to be the plan, or if that's just like, well, we want to retcon this. We want to make her something. So what mm-hmm. can we make her? We don't want to do a Skywalker. That's too predictable. We don't want to do a Solo. That's too predictable. Kenobi. We have other plans for Kenobi and what's going to happen because yeah. they didn't even show Obi Wan. That was another thing. His voice was in it. Sure. But this is the last movie. They didn't, I mean, a they, lot of people were... This is the last movie and you have an unlimited budget. This is the last movie. I feel like... You can't show all the Jedi? No. Like, not, not even all. Don't even give me all. Just no, give me like... I don't think you Give me could. like six Force Ghosts. Give me like the council. <laughs> give me the council just behind Ray. Like, yo, we got you. Like, we're here. Yes. Yes and no. I talked about this with my friend. You know, he was saying how um, he thought Anakin should have force ghosted instead of Luke. But for sure, I I thought about it and it's like that would have been way better. No. Yes, it would. Ray doesn't know who Anakin is. She's never seen him. She's never met him. She knows he's a Jedi. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows he was also Darth Vader. No, it would have been great if he force ghosted to Ben, to Kylo. Yes, but I feel like um instead of using uh a force ghost for him. They use Ben's. Uh, they use Han Solo, which was a surprise to me. You know, I didn't think Han Solo was going to be in the movie. Like, I didn't at need all. him there. I didn't need him there. Uh, it. I guess. Han, no. It was yeah. just. It was just against like even Han Solo's character. It's like fam. Like, 
But it wasn't. You, but it wasn't Han, and it wasn't a Force Ghost. It was Ben. At that point, he had transitioned to Ben Solo. He was no longer Kylo Ren. So he just projected his father. He projected. Yeah, I mean, he said himself. He's like, "This is you're doing this. I'm not doing this." You know? I mean, and and that's that's fine. That's fine. I think Ben. I think Kylo Ren's redemption is one of the more redeeming qualities of mm-hmm. of the movie for sure. I think Ray is a horrible Jedi. And doesn't have the proper training. And to get trained slightly um, by Luke and to get trained slightly by Leia are probably yeah. the two worst people to get trained by. <laughs> so so I was talking to my friend about that too. And um in like the prequel And where'd she get the lightsaber? Uh what lightsaber? The yellow one. She That's, made it. That's hers. For, from where? She she had kyber crystals. From where? From the broken from one of the broken um lightsabers, she picked up the crystals. Broken lightsaber the, from where? The last Jedi. When uh, Ray and Kylo are fighting for the lightsaber and it just like blows up, she she gets the crystals and she gets um. And but then, a yellow kyber crystal is a special crystal, and those got destroyed by Yoda, and that's well, an attack on the clones. Well, who knows? Then I don't know. At that point, I, I mean, for the most part, I remember because those represent Anakin had his saber was supposed to be red, but because he was so in tune with the Force, he was able to turn his color blue. So, I mean, it, I think for the most part, your saber just kind of goes off your aura and of what I th- you give off. And I think that that could have been... And that's what gray Jedis are. You but know? that could have been established in this movie because Palpatine has an, a, an asphyxiation on kyber crystals. That's what powered Starkiller base. Like, kyber crystals were the thing. And and to it's the perfect artifact well, they, to tie the past and the future. Like, I mean... I I think they didn't really talk about kyber crystals too much, only because they do that a lot in in Rebels, you know. So it's like, obviously, there's a lot of people that don't watch Rebels, so nobody's gonna know. But like that, I think that's the whole point of Star Wars. You know, there's little there's little details here in this in this story, and there's little details here in this story. You know, and you don't have to know all this all the details to get the bigger picture. It's nice to know the details, you know, as a fan, you're going to dive deep and go look for those details and, and go watch rebels to find out more about the crystals and stuff like that. I'm all for alternative content in order to explain a different part of the story. However, you don't like it's misusing that, that capability. In my opinion, it's like, why are you using not even that I'm mad at Rebels for mm-hmm. using kyber crystals, but like that's something that you don't need to compartmentalize where like only yeah. this section knows about the kyber crystals. Yeah. Like, no, fam, you. that that's important across the entire timeline. Yeah. You know, this section could maybe know about Naboo and like what was going on there with the fighters, but like I I just feel like that they really dropped the ball. In us in propelling the lore forward mm-hmm. and explaining what can happen, what has happened now, what they've done is they've just left Ray with the knowledge. Yeah. All of the knowledge is just in her head and her head only. And it doesn't look like that she has any plans to do anything with that. Well, yeah, I mean, she's she's not a complete Jedi, like you said. She's not the best Jedi. But at this point, she's just neutral. You know, she's she's figured out that there's, but there's, there's nothing a, for her to do uh, right now. There's not as far as we know, you know, I mean, history will repeat itself. It, it did in all these three trilogies. So 
I mean, you never know what can happen next. But as for her, you know, it's different now. You know, there's no more. There's 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 not even a new Republic planet. You know, there's there's, there's nothing. There's nothing. You know, so it's hard for her to really learn from from all these things other than the textbooks that are there. You know, you can only learn from the textbooks. You can't learn from somebody like Mace Windu or Qui-Gon or Kenobi. You know, all this, all those people are gone. So you can only learn what is in front of you and what the people that were there. And that's why I feel like that Ben Solo should have survived because at least he had information that was taught from Jedi's instead of just books. Just to propel it forward, unless you want to end it. And if you want to end it, then there's like a way to do that. Yeah, I mean, I knew, I mean, I kind of knew Ben was going to die, you know. I didn't think. I knew it was a possibility. Yeah, I mean, they kind of. It could have gone anywhere. Even in the middle of the movie, they kind of said it. um, Well, not in the middle of the movie. The part where uh, Luke came back and was talking to her in a force ghost form. Trash. He said, um, Leia knew that at the end of her Jedi path that her son was going to die. So at that point, I was like, oh, well, Ben's going to die. There's no way he's going to survive, you know? Yeah, but even that even if just kind of like, you didn't have life. to do that. You know, like... I don't think... Leia's... Leia... The... the well, Leia's force the whole thing with powers Le- and sensitivity The whole is thing with Leia is you can't really... You can't really say too much with Leia's character because they couldn't really do much with it. They can only do with what they had. Yeah, but don't make don't make decisions that are that weighted with something that you can't manipulate anymore. You know what I'm saying? But, like, but a lot of the things, a lot of the scenes, and a lot of the, you know, everything about her in the movie, those were already shot before I get that when she died you know so I, it's it's kind of hard to change it or add things to it you know so it's kind of like damn we kind of have to cut it at this point you know maybe it's not what we wanted to do but if we do it another way people are going to complain again, more about that and that was the issue with the last jedi because everything that you're saying right now Leia's arc with Rey should have been in the last jedi yeah. because yeah, for Leia, if anything, her story should have been cut there. For for Leia to, for to obvious make, reasons. For Leia to make the conscious decision to say, I just had a vision. My son is gonna die. I'm gonna be done being a, a a Jedi for however long that was, maybe like a few years or whatever from Return of the Jedi to mm-hmm. when that actually happened. But what that implies is that you have a wisdom, right? That you know, like, okay, this is something that can happen. Like I have wisdom. I want to just now share the mm-hmm. knowledge instead of being an active participant because I don't want to get into some shit where I see my son die. Yeah. I, I, right? Is that yeah. valid? All right. So when you have that, it just sucks that you didn't... There was no wisdom that she imparted. Mm-hmm. She didn't say anything about what was going on and it just made me so mad. It's like a waste of a scene even when she was alive. It's like, why didn't you write for her to impart wisdom onto mm-hmm. Rey from a Jedi perspective because you were a Jedi. If you weren't going to do that, what was the point of making you a Jedi in the first place? You should have just been a general diplomat well, or whatever it is. That's that's why I, I, I was texting you earlier how you can kind of compare Finn to Leia. Um, I don't know if you remember um, before I get to that. Um, in when she Rogue said that one. she felt no, something? No, I want to go to Rogue One real quick. In Rogue One, I don't know if you remember the blind guy. Yes. He... Donnie Yen. Boss. 
Yeah. He always talked about the force, you know, like, I feel like there was a lot of people out there that were force sensitive. Um, I agree. Not, I think Moss not, is one of them. Yeah. Not everybody was trained to be a Jedi. Not everybody tapped into their power the same way Luke, Anakin, Rey, and all of them did, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like everybody kind of knew their place, you know? I feel like Leia knew her place. She she wasn't going to be the one giving wisdom, uh, which is kind of like confusing now that she was kind of training Ray. But at the same time, who who was going to re- train Ray? Not her. Who, well, who then? You have to write somebody else. Either that, or you or you thing. write it in where that she is but now I, but capable, where like, it makes sense. But I, well, that's the thing. Like, it never made sense that she was capable of doing of fulfilling that role. I feel like writing somebody else in would have confused people because, like, like I, it all goes back to the Last Jedi. They should have just did something with her more in the Last Jedi. And I have no problems there. with her being a Jedi because in the extended books that happened. Yeah, Luke trained her, you know, and it's like okay, that's fine for sure. But when you don't show how that translates and the only, like, I don't want to have to read about Leia's adventures. Like, mm-hmm. why would I have to read about that if Leia is a staple in the movies? Mm-hmm. You should show that. You should make time to illustrate, like, yo, this is how she's real now. Especially if you want to do the whole women mentor to woman motif you know you don't want luke training everybody like let's have leia do it well you have to make leia make sense you know luke made sense naturally because he had three movies of him getting real and even then he wasn't real like luke is still a horrible jedi it makes terrible decisions i feel like all jedi are terrible jedi you know no, qui-gon jim was the realest bro you i mean it's lopsided decisions. you know like i think in this movie they kind of showed that although Ray wasn't the strongest um, Jedi. They she definitely w- made her seem like that she's the strongest. Uh, not only the strongest, just the more neutral one with the Force. You know, she she's more not in tune with the Force, but understands that. I feel like it's it only neutral. I feel like it's only neutral because she's finding out on her own. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. She's not. I'm okay she's with not like, influenced by one by side, one side or, or the, the other. other. There is no no direct teacher that's influencing one side or the other. So she's learning as she goes. That's good and bad for sure because she electrocuted Chewie and blew him up, and then he pulled a Houdini and and ended up. That was there. Kylo's fault. Yeah, he even said it later. He was like, "I just wanted to see for myself. Like I was testing you. Like because he could have easily." Just went up to Ray and when did Kylo say that in the movie? Yeah, on the ship um, when she went back for the for the Wayfinder artifact, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and then they you, saved her in the in the hangar. She so, he said that, but you know that there was only one transport that was there, and then they blew it up, and then it was just the Knights of Ren ship, and then all of a sudden Chewie's on another transport. That part, yeah, that I, was I a talked bluff, about, bro. I talked <laughs> Come about, on, I talked about that with my friends. I was like, I don't get. Because like Hux was like the damn magic trick. Hux bro. was like, uh, we lost the ship, and then they're like, oh, well, that sucks, and then they're like, but there was another one with yeah, a prisoner. Yeah, but, but there wasn't like, fam, I, come on. I knew uh, when Chewie blew up. Um, I turned to my friend. I was like, Chewie's not dead, only because he has the the blade that they need. So he's gonna have to come back with the blade, or they're gonna, they're have, gonna to have to go back for something. the blade. You know. Yeah. Like, because that's just, the only way to. There were a lot of dialogue that I just felt like didn't, didn't like bring my emotions out. Mm-hmm. You know, like 
even with Chewie dying, like the the way that you could just turn to your friend and be like, "Yeah, that didn't happen." Like that's the problem. At first, I was conf- I was like, "What?" But it was just confusing because I was like, "How are you gonna kill off?" It started off super strong, you know. Like I love like Kylo Ren finding that planet and just like just the whole sequence mm-hmm. of that happening was great. It was like, "Wow!" Like this is really dope. But Lando's reveal when when Poe didn't learn a damn thing. Through three movies, po- he, his growth as a character was trash. Like, yeah, we got a little bit of backstory with him and the girl and how he used to yeah. be a scoundrel or whatever. That's fine. But how do, you, how do you go through everything that you've seen and done? You've seen the way that the yeah. forces happen. You've seen Leia. You've seen Rey. You've done all this. And you still can't even bring yourself to fathom what's going on. At least Han, after one movie, was like, all right, like, there's some shit to this. Yeah, but at the same time, he was still kind of, Han still didn't want to believe in the Force, you know? But he knew, though. He knew what was good. Like, he supported when they said it was some Force shit. But but you also got to remember, Han was in a different time where there was a Jedi Empire. There was the New Republic. And Poe was only like with this small resistance base. He's like, this is all I know. And this is all that can win us. I feel you on that, you know? But I just feel like that once you've seen it, if Rose felt that way, you know how Rose was kind of like, if. I don't like And everything like that. Yeah, they sidelined the fuck out of her. I'm glad they did. (laughs) That was sad. It was like, um... Yeah, uh, uh, Leia wants me here to to check on the resistance. Uh, oh, should, peace out. I'll she should have just said JJ didn't write me in. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, so I'm gonna just that, stay I'm, back, bro. I'm waiting for an edit of that line of somebody <laughs> just be like, yeah, JJ didn't want to write a didn't write a, write a plot for me, so uh, I'm gonna be here and then uh, find me at the climax. <laughs> and that's fine. I was I was good with that. Yeah, because um, she didn't have any business being around. Like you didn't write a good enough part yeah. for her to be involved. If she was going to be the engineer and fix up all all the stuff, dope. We should have had a brand new Millennium Falcon in this movie then. You know, it's like hard there should have been a Millennium Falcon though. I know, but there should have been an upgrade that we would have been like, "Whoa, this is insane." Because of Rose, if you wanted to make hmm. her being an engineer important, like there would have been certain things that she would have just did, you know, naturally. Yeah. That would have been like, "Oh, that that makes sense." Like, and it well, if anybody knew more about the Millennium Falcon, obviously, honestly, Ray for sure knew a lot. Just in the Force Awakens, she is she knew off the bat because she was a scavenger on on Jakku, and she was always finding parts and stuff. So it kind of made this, and and that's something that I do appreciate from JJ is that this movie went back to what they know, like reminded yeah. us where they come from. Like Finn was reminded that he was a stormtrooper, like. Ray was reminded that she was a scavenger and where her lineage was. Poe was reminded that he don't know shit. Mm. And, you know, it yeah. was just, it was a re- lot of yeah. that. I really which see is cool. I really see Poe as like the Han Solo of this trilogy, you know? Yeah, but he's trash though. But like, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. but he's I mean, trash. He's, he's hard headed, you know? Um, it's ridiculous. Yeah. He could have been the general. See, if you would have planned Leia's arc better. Leia could have been imparting the wisdom to him instead of imparting it to Rey. Yeah. Well, that, it, that would have made a lot more sense from a general perspective. Yeah, that also goes back to The Last Jedi, though. Like, like I feel like a lot Can of the things... we just say The Last Jedi was just epically trash and just yeah, ruined everything? It, it, it should have set up uh, The Rise of Skywalker perfectly, but 
like I said, Rise of Skywalker was like, you know what, we just had to. And I don't like her taking the Skywalker name for no damn reason. What do you mean at the end? when? Uh, yeah, it was no her? reason. Yeah. Why? Why? And why is she going to ask that? And and what's your surname? It was like, oh shit, we forgot to like confirm well, that she's the Skywalker now. Well, I mean, even at Aki Aki Fest, um, the little the villager know, asked too, yeah, you yeah. know. So it's kind of like I'm just Ray, which was a foreshadow to we're gonna find out who she is. <laughs> but just remember, she doesn't know who she is. And I take like it was just a lot of dialogue and narrative thing, yeah. narrative choices that I'm like, yo, I get what you're trying to convey that's mm. not the issue the issue is just how you're going about it how you're making this seem just so surface level and not enough and oh you know mace windu could have beat the emperor if he had two swords not just one sword because it well, was that extra he, sword he actually would have beat the emperor if, if he didn't get his hand cut, cut off anakin yeah. wasn't there yeah. so <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That is true. Because he had it under control, pretty much. Yeah. No, he so, was about to. Yeah. yeah it was, <laughs> was going to be a wrap. But it it was just, it's so sad that it got reduced to that super anticlimactic, like, whole final order. And what are you going to do with that? Like, you can't, it doesn't make sense. Not, you can't have a whole thing be planet killers and come to a realistic way of taking this whole thing down. Yeah. It just it do, it doesn't make sense. So I just feel like it was overly ambitious. It was poorly written. Um it was it did everything that it could do with everything that I'm saying. It did everything that it can possibly do, but it also made terrible terrible narrative decisions. Some of the biggest is the Palpatine being a granddaughter instead of a great-granddaughter where we could at least make some sense of like maybe on Naboo before shit got real and yeah. he had to accelerate the plan or whatever, like something like that. But damn, 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 I'm sad that... Yeah, no, I'm not. It, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I feel like... Well, you're Skywalker, Mike. I, I, I mean, I feel it's, like... It's not even that. I mean... I don't, like be the, down. I don't like The Last Jedi, so it's like, there's that. But I don't know. There was, like, I don't know. Just a lot of good things. Uh, like like I said, a lot of bad things. No movie is perfect. Um, no movie is perfect. You know, there's a lot of things that people didn't like in, in Endgame or Infinity War, you know? So, you know. And then, then on top of that, the fan base was split just when this trilogy even started. But, yeah. The, the fan base just wants lore. They, that's that's all that they want. I think that if you deliver lore more so than you delivered anything else, you wouldn't have a split of a fan base. I feel like a lot of people, though, got what they expected, though, in this movie. So it's kind of like people had like high high or mid to low expectations, but it was kind of like they gave us what we wanted, you know. They gave, we found out who Ray was, uh, kind of. They gave us what what they could. Uh, Kylo finally what we went. Wanted. No, it is kind of what we wanted. Nah, people always what, what people always wanted to know who Ray was. Not this late into the trilogy, but you know they gave it to us. They could have not gave it to us. No, they just wanted it to make sense. If they didn't give it to us, then it wouldn't made sense either. And you gave us somebody that doesn't make sense. I also I also don't believe that. They were like, all right, we don't know who Ray is still on the third movie of this trilogy. I feel like they always knew who Ray was. Yeah, I think that they always knew too. And I don't have a problem with it with her being a Palpatine. It's just that Ryan Johnson didn't get the memo. 
You know, like he didn't if if that was the case, then Ryan Johnson didn't get the memo. Yeah. It was just kind of like, and I just don't understand how you can get the okay to take the narrative in that direction if you guys already had all of this set up. Because why yeah. why think, do that? You I know, think what like Disney would have pulled the plug. What Disney failed to failed to realize is that Star Wars isn't like Marvel it's not movies. Marvel. Nope. It isn't You're right. That's it, a fact. You know, like they're like, oh, we can put a movie out every year of Star Wars and people will go watch it. Yeah, they'll go watch it. All of them aren't going to like it. They're going to still go watch it. You're still going to make money, but you're going to get a lot of complaints. You know, there's going to be a lot of people coming out, pointing at this, pointing at that, finding, finding things that they don't like, finding things that they do like, things that don't make sense. And like you said, they kind of changed the whole canon thing. So it's kind of like, we kind of just, and, we and, just, and that's we the just difference. got with what we had. Like they and just worked with what they had. That's the difference with when and I just want to piggyback off what you're saying with Marvel. Marvel has so many iterations of the character mm-hmm. that if you're a fan, you're not gonna be too upset at a certain iteration because you know that there's always a possibility to get the things that you do like out of it. And they might include different things that are in it that makes it really dope. Like, oh, that's from that story. Like, oh, he's wearing this armor. Like, Mm. from that one. You know, that's what makes it really cool. Star Wars is completely different. Star Wars is a timeline. And it is followed by ancient lore, religious things that are supposed to continue in traditions that are supposed to break and renew and start and different things like that. That's kind of just how the franchise is governed. And when you take... When you deviate from that, it's fine as long as you supply what's important, which is the lore. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. I don't think anybody mind. I don't think any Star Wars fan would mind deviating from Sith and Jedi. But only if you explain the end of the Sith and Jedi and the start of this new thing and wherever it leads. Then it makes sense for the Star Wars fans to be like, oh, okay. This happened in this year. Then this happened, and that changed the galaxy. And it makes more sense. But when you just change things and then just be like, we're just not going to tell you until we're ready to tell you, that puts off fans where it's like, all right, bro, like, why am I even rocking with y'all then? Because, like, it's not just, oh, I want what you're going to give me. It's just that you're not even taking me on the journey of Mm -hmm. getting there. You're just coming up with whatever you want to come up with and saying, yeah, that's it. And now we got to deal with it. And I feel like the fans got the short end of the stick in Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Like, yeah, we got what we quote unquote wanted, mm-hmm. but like you just slapped that shit together, like put it on a plane, was like, here, here are your answers for everything. This is it. You're done. And this is what we got. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's just as it is what it is, you know, which is kind of kind of sad sucks that we say, have to say that. But at the same Star time, Wars. I like like me personally, I didn't hate it. You know, um, it, it was a step up to me from The Last Jedi only because they were getting back on track. They weren't going to this random planet looking for some random dude and not even finding him and I coming agree. away with nothing. You know, yeah. like this, this movie was the end. They kept saying it throughout the movie how. Um, this is it. If we don't do this, we lost because they knew they were depleted. They knew if they couldn't pull anything together, that that was it. You know, so they kind of 
kind of all effort just went for it regardless like laid their lives on the on the line same thing with chewy you know just having to go back for him and and getting the artifact and they had to do those things and the knights of ren had no point at all mm-hmm. uh, the what the knights of ren they didn't need to be in the movie at all uh i feel like zero speaking lines and a poor fight scene that he didn't necessarily um, need to I, I feel like if the Knights of Ren wasn't in it, people would have hated this movie. I agree with that. However, putting them in and not writing lines for them is is not even worse, but it's it's close. It's, it's like fam. it's better though. I, I mean, I, I don't like what they did with the Knights of Ren, but I love that they finally showed him because they were talking about him in The Force Awakens. They talked about him in The Last Jedi. They showed him for a little bit in The Force Awakens. Like in the in the and they split even flashback in in Last Jedi, they weren't even shown. Yeah, um, Snoke talks about it. He says, uh, "Kylo, uh, the Knights of Ren." About it. I just said they that they weren't. Shown. Oh, they don't show them, but they, they only show, show them in the Force Awakens. You know, and that's what's sad about the Last Jedi because you could have gotten the Knights of Ren, you could have gotten Ray training. Yeah, that's you what gotten, I was like, waiting for. So, I mean, I I personally I think I would have hated the movie if there was no Knights around because that's one of the things I was waiting for. But they might as well. They didn't make an impact. Like, just seeing them wasn't enough. For I them. feel like they were, they were menacing enough. Like when you saw them, you were like, "Oh man!" Like maybe some shit might go down. No, nothing went down. But it's kind of like I, I, I don't know. I, I like, I like the places they put them. I wish it was a little bit more. You know, I did like the scene where Kylo went to go fight. Uh, he he went to Exegol. He mm-hmm. got there and he fought them. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. It was kind of like just, you know, just... Even just the dialogue stri- for just, them saying like, oh, that's the Knights of Ren. Like, fam, we know. They kind of they always do that, that with the stormtroopers, you know. But if you say that, that means that like we're not getting anything from them. That's the cop out. You know, in in the dialogue, it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that's the Knights of Ren, and that's all you're getting. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. fuck, man, like why? Why'd you have all these real ass looking dudes or girls, whoever it is, aliens? I don't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But they're all force sensitive, and they all look like that they whoop ass. And you're gonna just literally have them walk around. That um, one of the theories I also had about the Knights of Ren, um, talking about this with my friends after the movie, is um, for sure there's probably gonna be a movie about them. You know. There's going to be a comic, bro. It already started. And it's really tight. Oh, not a movie, but... There's um, a first... Movie or show, you know? Like, I think... The first page is tight. Like, has... Because what Ren is, is Kylo's lightsaber. Mm -hmm. That's what the Ren part is. It's like, it's a worship of the sword. And these guys worship the sword. And there was a carrier of the sword. And his name was Ren, but he's not Ren. But they would call him Ren. So... The assumption is is that somewhere down the line, Ben came through, probably killed him, got the lightsaber, and now the Knights of Ren follow well, Kylo, who took on the the name Ren as well. Well, actually, my theory about the whole Kylo Ren name is um, another thing that I talked about with my friend. It's pretty much like a culmination of his name and the Skywalker name, you know, like Kylo, uh, KY, and then... Um, his last name Solo, so K Y L O, you know, and then um, Ben, and then Ren, you know, just kind of, just kind of nitpicking uh, letters out of the Skywalker name. But I, but okay, uh, but I think that's a super stretch. Uh, nah, yes and no, but and then also, uh, I feel like the Knights of Ren are some because 
I, I remember in The Force Awakens, he ran away with some of um, the Jedi that Luke was also training. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the, that's who the Knights of Ren are. He kind of it was like, come with me. We're going to go do some damage. But they might retcon that with this comic book because they already have them established. Or at least they they have these people that are established from what I was reading. So mm-hmm. it's things like that, that kind of confusion that makes this whole trilogy sad because it's like, come on, guys, like you got to write it hmm. like ahead of time. This isn't like we have to do the prequels before. It, it just goes back to Disney, you know, they're just like, all right, we kind of we did this. So now we can do a show on this or we can probably make this into a movie or we can fit this character into this show, you know, just just stuff like that. I mean, I mean, right now with Let the Mandalorian, you would you want a Knights of Ren movie without Kylo Ren? Um, he'll be in. He'll be in the movie. What if they don't get him? Because I don't see Adam Driver like as an actor. I don't see him doing like TV shows like that. He likes doing like movies, and he's trying to get that Oscar. No, I can see him. I can see him in the in the show. Probably not in the whole show. You know, I, I've seen shows where it's based off the movie, and they have the main character in the show, but it's like very briefly. You know, mm-hmm. for the most part, Kylo Ren kind of just tells him. Go do this, go do that. And in this movie, he did it with them because he was just like, I need to do this myself and I need backup. Obviously, that was his only backup. It could have been such, they could have been such a good device to give more lore. Yeah, I agree. You know, like they could have talked to him about the Force, about the Sith, about things that are going on with his plan that he had to, I don't know, we didn't know. but Well, Kylo didn't have a plan. After like, because in the last, he said he had a plan, but he didn't have a plan. In in the last Jedi, he kind of just after he killed Snoke, he was like, you know what? I'm tired of dealing with the Resistance. I'm tired of dealing with the First Order. But he still had the Force, the First Order. He didn't like exile himself to become even more. I mean, he couldn't because obviously he He could. It was his now because after he killed Snoke. Snoke, it was his, you know? But he could have, though, because you're the supreme leader. You now can make the decision. You could be like, yo, I'm out. Like, fuck all this. Like, I'm blowing everything up. And I'm Well, he wanted to destroy everything. And he wanted it. He didn't want to do it alone. He wanted to do it with Rey. And I feel him on that. And when she said no, he was like, you know what? All right, I have the first order. I can can do this in such a way. But at that point, it's all, he's all doing it just on the fly. You know, like even in um, even in this one, he just kind of he was like, you know what, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go find the wayfinder. I'm gonna go find Palpatine. Um, because he, I think even Kylo knew there was a bigger power at play than just Snoke. You know, and that's when and, the, and those kinds of contemplations would have been great to see for his character development, for us to know, like, okay, you're taking this shit seriously. Like, there's like. There's stuff going on here, and you're really trying to figure it out. Mm. Instead, they didn't really do that. They just kind of like threw them in there, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, picture, picture that they scene. Can't, they can't do everything. Picture like, anything that can lead up to that scene happening, where he like finds Exico. Like, I think there's no other narrative string that you could think of that like could lead to him doing that in the middle of the movie. So they had to put it in the beginning so that we already assume that he has this information about the emperor and that. I mean, he has, he has a lot of information just about the Sith because he was trained by Palpatine himself, you know, like 
without Palpatine kind of revealing it. So, I mean, he knows obviously more than Ray. So, I, I mean, I, yeah, it'd have been cool to see him like, oh, I know where the Wayfinder is. But I, I think at that part, it just kind of leaves it to our our imagination at that point. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a fantasy movie. That's you know, true. Everybody will interpret it the way this they is want. It's all fandom. It's all fandom. We're not taking this super duper seriously. It's yeah. okay. So, yeah, like, at the end of the day, it's just kind of like, it leaves it to our imagination. But at the same time, we kind of already know how he got it. We're asking, like, how did he get it? We already know. He already knew. He had all the artifacts. I mean, even... We don't, though. I mean, we could assume, and we can make an educated guess based on what we know. But it's still not enough. Like, it's not even that it's not enough. It's just that you could have you could have confirmed. You could have put something in that made this make sense. The fact that you decided not to, all right, we can assume, all right, but it lessens the impact of the things happening because mm. we don't have anything to like uh, to base really. it off of. I think totally. I think a lot of the revealing moments, if if the whole thing is Palpatine being revealed and then your first, you know, 30 seconds of the movie is you showing him being revealed without narratively leading up to that, I think it lessens that impact. Now, it adds to getting straight to it, you know, that we're going to just get get straight to well, it. Yeah. But I think it lessens the impact. I think there was a ton of things in that movie that lessened the impact uh, with uh, Ray's training where she's just floating surrounded by a whole bunch of rocks out of nowhere when we knew that she wasn't really having that type of control or ability before. Showing that prior to her training to get to that ability makes the narrative weird. But that's that's you know yeah. yeah. Anyway, what do you rate the movie? What what what's your rating on it? I give it an eight. Give it an eight. I give it an eight. I just want all our listeners to to really think about that and really really listen back to our other podcasts that you've given eights to, and you've given eights to amazing movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of hard. I'm nowadays I don't even know how to give like a perfect rating. You know, I don't even think I gave uh, Endgame a perfect rating. No, I no, think no, I no. gave it's not perfect. I think I gave it like an eight or a nine. Maybe. I think we gave Infinity War a better rating than we gave Endgame, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, I don't know. I don't remember. I think so. When we did like a little recap about Infinity War. Yeah, yeah no, I know. I, I I don't remember the rating though, but like. Uh, like it's kind of I mean you can't really group it with the other ratings either because like, like I said it's it's own movie no movie's perfect I would give it a 9 if if they would have did more with the Knights of Ren I think you know th- I think that was one of my biggest gripes yeah gripes like I really really wanted to see them because they dropped the ball on that yeah it would have been great. I give but, it, um, but they can always they can always redeem themselves with the Knights of Ren. You know, like you said, they're making a comic, so they could they could. Oh well, yeah, the comic is happening. They could do a show. You know, I think that would be pretty dope. Or like showing like a few of them like on a mission on like you know something going yeah. on or, or I don't know. It's just Star Wars is Star Wars just has such opportunity for great storytelling that it just until more storytelling happens. I look at this yeah. current one well, as like a I feel opportunity. Like, I feel like that's where they're kind of ending the Skywalker saga because they can easily keep going with it. Ray oh, yeah. Ray's a Skywalker now, but I don't think they're gonna keep going no, with that. <laughs> well, she's not technically <laughs> a self-proclaimed but, Skywalker. 
But yeah, it's like uh, it's like if you're adopted to a family, you're now part of that family. I feel like that's what it is. I feel you. I mean, a little bit more inclusion aspect. I see you, Disney. Ben Ben is a Skywalker, but his last name isn't Ben Skywalker. He's a Solo, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I, I see what you're saying. I give it a five point five. Wow. Um, just it's a just, low blow. Yeah, man. It's just well, Last Jedi gets a three out of me, but I'm gonna watch it again and I'm gonna see if I have to rate <laughs> that again. Like but Last Jedi. Force Awakens gets a seven. Last Jedi gets a three. Rise of Skywalker gets a 5.5. I'd probably give The Force Awakens a 9. That one's a little closer for me Mm -mm. to 10. But I really enjoyed my experience of watching Force Awakens. I will say that. Mm -hmm. Like, my whole entire movie-going experience and what I was shown, I was very, very excited about. But upon watching the movie, seeing the characters, what happened, 7. But, yeah, Rise of Skywalker... Shout out J.J. Abrams. We just did an episode on him and and his awesome directing. So kudos yeah. to you, man. I know that it's not easy. It's not easy to be able to create these movies that impact so many people's lives and get everything right and do all this kind of stuff. But I'm really, really excited that because they're finally finished with this, we can now get to a whole different corner of this Star Wars universe. Yeah. yeah. One of the things I want to talk about before... Um, we move on to like the future of Star Wars. Um, one thing that Sincere asked in uh, our group chat, mm-hmm. he wanted to know what Finn wanted to tell uh, Ray. You know, oh yeah, a lot of people thought that. Uh, I saw like a few few different speculations yeah. on what it could be. Uh, most people they they kind of see it as they wanted that they thought he was going to say "I love you" or. I like you, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that's way too simple. That's way too 1D. Um, you know, it's 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 a little bit deeper than that because it kind of goes back to The Force Awakens, you know? Like, what is the reason why he's even with Rey, you know? You know, it was the Force that brought them together. Mm-hmm. He didn't know that at first. Mm-hmm. She didn't know that at first. You know, it just kind of... It, it even was goes, them exploring like what those feelings are. Was yeah. this like a feeling of love, yeah, he, or is this like at a first? Of fate? I, yeah, at first I feel like he thought like it was oh, I, I, like I, I think I like her. You mm-hmm. know, like I, I feel something for her. You know, down the line he kind of started to realize I don't think that's what it is. You know, I just it's it's a feeling, but it's not emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, and obviously in the Force Awakens he wakes up from being a stormtrooper, and and. Maybe he has a little bit of the force in him. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's not as powerful as Ray. I like what that he alluded could be, to. That, but, yeah, that was pretty cool that he, as a stormtrooper, was still force sensitive. And I think that the only stormtroopers that wouldn't be force sensitive would be the clones because they're made from Jango mm-hmm. Fett, who wasn't force sensitive. So anytime that, whenever it went from being clones to being people or to harvesting younglings, younglings and, and things like, like that, that yeah. then yeah, then you get that opportunity of where they are force sensitive. Yeah, and there was, and he wasn't the only. Uh, stormtrooper to to awaken you know so even the the other stormtroopers that were on that planet um it was endor mm-hmm. uh, it was the planet and um finding that there's a whole group of other stormtroopers that that awoke it kind of it kind of like you, you kind of ask yourself did they just wake up because just because well, of the, the force, force awakens, you know? but yeah. yeah, I mean, the force kind of like led him was, to yeah. that point, though. It like, seemed like it was like a conscious, like a universal conscious where the force was like, okay, we need these people to wake up. Exactly, because we're going to need them eventually, yeah. you know? 
And so. some of those people, however you took it or however you you went about it, you either survived to fulfill your destiny or whatever it is. And I think that's dope. Like it's it's cool that Ray can trust Finn like with a lightsaber. I thought that was yeah. like such a subtle, cool thing that she was yeah. like, here, hold this. And, and he was and, like, oh and, yeah, I'm good. And at the end of the day, like he didn't really need to tell her. Like she knew. She she knew, but she didn't, you know. She, it wasn't she, she it was know. never spoken. She didn't know. They I mean I, I feel like she did. You know, no. if she trusted him with the saber that much, it like, come on, like she never gave it to Poe. No, that yeah, that's true. That's true. She never, I, she I never gave it to, she to Chewy. She never gave it to anybody else. But I think that the way that the 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 fact that Finn was acting skittish about saying it, I think, was ridiculous because if you know it's the Force and she knows it's the Force. I think why to can't him, you just say that it's the force because you've seen her use the force? Yeah, no, I you think know? so. I think it's because he he thought maybe that he couldn't have the force in him because of where what he came from, you know. But he's confirming it though. He's confirming it to himself as far as these feelings that he kept saying that he has. Yeah. But he knows that it was the force. Like he he like he knows that it was the force. That's my only thing with it. Yeah. It's just like, bro, like, you know that it's the force. But like, yeah, like I said, like he didn't say it to her. He didn't tell. Um, but he could have said it in front of Poe for that. Well, th- but that's what I'm saying. Like, even with like that, like, I feel like he, he wanted to say it, but he thought maybe, maybe it's silly. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like I came Regardless, from a weird background, you know? So I feel you on that of him just being unsure of whether it's true or not. Like he but knows like, it. Those are the closest but people. But saying it out loud is different, you know? I agree with that. Yeah. And that's a lesson that could have been brought up in this trilogy, you know, of like holding things in and learning how to say things and having all these people think that it's something else when it's actually this. But can you imagine how ridiculous that reveal would have been is like, if she didn't have the wisdom to deduce that he was talking about the force and she was like, oh, like they would have had this stupid banter of like, oh, you think that you like me? Oh, wait, no, wait, you're talking about the force. Oh, wait, you thought that I liked you? Oh, wait, and mm. they, you know that they're going to write that in there. So it's like, I don't want to see that. Like, that sounds that, like some less Jedi stuff. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like, get that out of here. You know what I mean? So I f- like, I feel like he didn't even need to tell her though. Like, there he wasn't- didn't need to say that before he thought he was going to die. And if he was, like, he should have been able to say it afterwards. That's I think it was, impulsive. it was impulsive at that point. You know, he was like, oh, this might be it. I think I should tell Ray. And then he afterwards, he's like, well, maybe not. You know, we're alive, you know. I don't... But I, there's nothing There's nothing that that is causing... Like, you shouldn't have to feel judged for saying that from the two people who've literally... Like, Poe saved your life. Like, mm-hmm. you got... you From the awakening... That's your boy, but you're not acting like it's your boy. You're over here questioning whether he knows how to hotwire things. If he's actually your boy and you've been in the resistance, you've seen him hotwire a few things before this. So that whole dialogue was ridiculous. And then, but we don't know that for sure. And never shown it. Granted, they didn't show it, which they should have, and they messed that up because they separated them in the Last Jedi. They can't However, show everything though. Like I know they could only because but, they separated them in the Last Jedi. You can't show everything, but don't allude to the fact that it happened if you can't show it. Allude to the things that you can show so that we can move forward with that. But I feel like the things that they're alluding to is is what JJ always wanted to do. I agree, it, but you, know? you but you but you can't anymore. But you Sorry. can't let those things go. You have to. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Because the they the 
it went in a different direction. Like, if you directed all three movies, you can I f- keep what you wanted. I feel like if they would have alluded to the things that were on the table at the time, I think it would have been worse. I think the movie would have been worse. Absolutely. Absolutely. They but, have uh, to do these things, you know? I feel you like... You wrote yourself into a corner. Like, that's yeah. that's what happened. I mean, even if they would have took another year to do The Rise of Skywalker, you know, it probably would have been just a little bit better. If they would have made the movie just a little bit longer to add all these things, just that's a little bit it better. It should have been like three hours, bro. You could have... That, yeah, that, I guess, yeah. That's you're, my you're other right. problem with it. My other problem is that, like, all the things that we're talking about, it's not like that they couldn't have been included. Yeah. Like the dialogue the between would, Knights of Ren could have been included. could have been longer. Yeah. You know, like... I agree. It ended, I think it was like two, like 2.15, mm-hmm. like two hours and 15 minutes, something like that. You could have at least tacked on another 25 minutes to that. And we would have been like, whoa, this is great. This has everything that we possibly need. So to cut it short, to wrap it up, to do it quick, I can't, I can't support that. Can't support I mean, that. I don't really know the reasoning behind that, you know? Maybe I can't support the optics of what it looks like. Unless you're gonna come out, maybe, and you're gonna tell me. But other than that, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things that will unfold now that the movie's out. We're kind of still settling from the whole rumor cloud. I'm uh, not the rumor cloud. The the spoiler cloud, letting people go to see it before things actually get talked about on yeah. the internet and social media. I feel like the dialogues will open up and a lot more. You know, um, ways that people saw the movie their way and how they perceived it will come out, you know, may- maybe at the beginning of the 2020. So mm-hmm. maybe a lot of things we're talking about in this podcast, you know, will be yeah. answered. So that's true. I mean, that's true. Well, well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot more people that know way more than what we know, you know. So there's people that are probably right now doing the research. Yeah, we're just two guys that are fans that are just talking about this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we make valid points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. what matters. They, they, they are valid points. I'm not discounting anything, you know? But overall, I like the movie. I would go see it again. I was going to go see it tonight, but then I was like, wait, I can't. Because my yeah. friends were going again. <laughs> no, I, I, so. paid, I, I paid again. Saw it yesterday. Fell asleep for a little bit, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> when I went to go see it the it's second okay. time, I I was more I was more quiet. Like when I went to go see it the first time with my friends, I was really excited. I was kind of like whispering to my other friend and to, to the ones to the left and like, oh, did you see that? And then this time I was just really, really taking it in and looking at things in the background, mm-hmm. <clears throat> listening to dialogue a little bit more. Um you know, it, it was I, I I liked the experience of watching it the second time. Watching I love I just love watching things for the first time, you know. Watching yeah. anything for the first time. I'm kinda just, like I got into that mode, not just because of this podcast, but I usually like to watch movies twice because like the mm. first time Depending kinda, on the movie, yes. Yeah, of course, depending on the movie. If you don't need to after after one watch, but like a lot of times it's just you you're so filled with like certain emotions and certain, you know, like visuals that you're attached to and then you watch it a second time and like the pace is different and like the look is different. And that's kind of what I watched the second one for because the first time I saw it, like I really hated the movie. Like I really, really hated the movie after the first time I saw it. And then the second time I saw it, even though I fell asleep, I appreciated the movie more, but I just realized how 
there's just no coming back from it. And this is just what we had. It was almost like an acceptance. I went through the five stages of grief and I got to acceptance and I accepted that this shit is thrown away in the trash. And, uh, you know, that, that is what it is. And we're going to get other things from it, you know? So Mandalorian yeah. is great. Shout out to baby Yoda and Mando yeah, comes because out. that saved me. <laughs> yeah, it comes out. That's after this Friday. podcast comes out, the last episode of the Mando. Last episode. And, um, I mean, who knows? Maybe Yoda maybe, better be okay, man. Maybe, maybe they'll tie something in. Like that well, they did in episode has, seven. They showed, if, if you guys haven't healing. seen The Mandalorian, yeah, the Force healing yeah. that Ray demonstrated was also in The Mandalorian. If they so didn't. Cool. So, okay. So, you, we were talking about the Kyber Crystals earlier yeah. with mm-hmm. being in Rebels. Yeah. I feel like for the people that didn't see... The Mandalorian and didn't see Baby Yoda force heal. I feel like going to see the Rise of Skywalker and seeing her do that, they're gonna be like, "I've never seen this done." Yeah, it's just a whole new force yeah. power that's there. So yeah, it kind of like goes back to what you were saying, you know, just kind of separating the content. But but then it there's ways, there's narrative ways to get around that. Like if she read, if she read the books out loud, for example, that's yeah. a small thing that you could have done. Where it doesn't take any extra screen time or anything like that, or it probably does by a few seconds or whatever because yeah. they're talking. But you could have easily said and tell, like, talk, reading to herself, and he force healed and did it yeah. by exchanging I'm, this, this, yeah. and she's just like, wow, like, yeah. I mean, that's it was kind of always insinuated throughout the Star Wars universe that you could Healing heal yourself. I agree. You know, I agree with that. Um, so, and then they got their whole life force taken away and still survived, but that's fine. Um, yeah, that part, um, only one can survive after that, you know, like it was either going to be Ray or it was going to be Ben. It couldn't be both, you know, they both, they transferred, he, Ben transferred his, everything that he had to save Ray. I think that's why when she woke up, (laughs) I feel like that's why when she woke up, she kissed him. I feel like she was proud of him. You know, she wanted that for him for so long, you know? Since since the Force Awakens mean to him, like she knew that that wasn't who Ben Solo was after hearing it from um, from from Han or hearing like other stories, you know, even just feeling it in him, you know, she knew that the story aspect is something that's that was weird too, like them hearing about the legend of Luke Skywalker, Lando, all of them. It just only fit when they wanted it to fit because Finn knew about Luke Skywalker and Han Solo and everything, but he's a stormtrooper. Like how, how would you well, know about those things? Just, like, just I like, like I said, like a lot of things, like they can't show everything. More than likely, he learned all those things from Leia. You know how he didn't have any contact with Leia when he knew about. No, I mean when he went to go join the Resistance. Like in between that. movies, like in all the movies, there's a chunk. That is never shown. Well, The Force Awakens starts off with them finding the Millennium Falcon. And then they realize, oh shit, this is the Millennium Falcon. As if they heard stories about the Millennium Falcon. And then they run into Han Solo. They didn't know it's the Millennium Falcon until Rey, um, I guess, just saw Han. She's like, oh wait, this this is the Millennium Falcon. Fine. That's when they found out. Mm. And they were like, oh, you're the famed, like, wait, so the force and everything does exist? Well, even even with the stormtroopers, um, like, they always had to get, like, their memory wiped. Like, I don't think 
stormtroopers were always brainwashed. I, I think it got, it would wear off. And then when it would wear off, they would obviously go put him back and wash the brain. So I agree. Who knows? Maybe in between when he was like uh, fading away from being a stormtrooper, he heard about it or something. I mean, would, I, I would we know, consider would we consider the empire akin to like Nazis in their ideology and how strict they are? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're blowing like that up plans. That's genocide. All right I'm then. saying, all I'm saying uh-huh. is, if it's something like that. There's probably not any sort of conversation or propaganda that's talking about the good guys winning and blowing up the shit. So like, there's always think, stories though. Like that's what I'm saying. I just don't think that him as a low level trooper, not not from the Empire, but just I mean, they're always on different planets. You know, is what I'm trying to say. Like that's true. you can hear things just from the locals that's or true. just anything like that. That's true. I mean, it's hard to say because they never showed it. Like I said, even in from the Force Awakens to the Last Jedi, like. I want to know what happened in between that gap. They never showed it, you know? And then to The Last Jedi, to The Rise of Skywalker, it's the same thing, you know? It's kind of like, it, it's, that's just the way Star Wars has always been. There's always been like just one chunk that's missing, but it's kind of implied or you kind of have to just use your own imagination. No, or and they go just write the, the dialogue. That's what it is. Yeah. They just talk about it. And they didn't talk about anything in this whole trilogy about things that were supposed to be talked about. They only talked about what was happening in the movie. They never, they never reached to beyond the confines of the movie that they were in, and mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. But again, I could be—I'm going in circles. You guys know how I feel about the movie. <laughs> um, I definitely want to uh, talk about the future mm-hmm. of Star Wars, just kind of where you think it's going, and what are just some of the ideas that that you hope to see. I think there's going to be um, actually more prequels. I know there's talks of a new trilogy. Um, I don't think it'll be a sequel to these new trilogies, but it'll be a new prequel trilogy, maybe about um, the Old Republic, you know. Um, you know, just I, I think that's what I would it might love be. to see the Old Republic because they have to canonize everything and yeah. figure it out. But again, Maybe they do better when they know where the end is mm-hmm. instead of having the end be the unknown. And I feel like if they stop at Ray and that timeline being like the end of the Star Wars timeline yeah. and everything is done in yeah. between those and, times or in the past, I'm totally fine with yeah. that. Yeah, and maybe even in the, the new trilogy, with if they do like this... Um, theory of the old republic uh trilogy maybe they'll even discuss palpatine's plan a little bit more oh of course they're gonna have to because they're gonna have to justify the bullshit that they did so that's what i'm I'm saying like they're better at making the plans in the prequel times because they can say oh we'll just do a whole bunch of things that will lead up to this outcome and i mean people always want to know what palpatine's plan was you know like maybe it wasn't always written to take over the galaxy yeah, but the, obviously there's there's little details that you had to do before you get there. Well, he had to have an army of planet destroyers, and he only made one. At the time that we saw him in like his prime, he was like, I got one. It's called the Death Star. That yeah. got murked. All right, I'm going to make another one. That got murked. All right, I realize I can't make this in the public, <laughs> so I'm going to die, come back to life, take over all these other entities and possess them while making 
my thousand that he had yeah. that was there the fleet but yeah yeah um obviously they're gonna do a lot of shows there's kenobi coming kenobi out. they're already filming um it's gonna be great the mandalorian season two mandalorian Sorry. season two and kenobi honestly bro i don't want to see another star wars movie that's my hot take i don't want to see another one there's gonna be um I, there's, I know that there's talks gonna of be. like just like but, but hear just me the, not not a star wars uh, story like a saga but it'll be like like Rogue One or Solo you hear know? me out I feel like that there's too much involved in Star Wars to wrap it up in a movie I think when you focus on one Jedi and their story that's one thing or if you focus on like one like that's fine I just don't think that Star Wars is done justice in just one movie because the Mandalorian is great Mm. And it's just drawn out into eight episodes, but all of the little things that you get, the way that people operate on different planets, the 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 puppeteers, the the different aliens, the all of that adds to the importance of where they're at and what's going on. And I think that they've proven with the Mandalorian that they can capture that Star Wars essence mm. and make it into a series. And I think Kenobi's gonna go even further into solidifying that. And I only want series. I only well, want just give me limited series I mean, of every story that you want to tell. I don't want a movie because you're gonna fuck it up. I mean, we kind of know where Kenobi is gonna start and end. You know, there's only so much time where we don't know what he's doing, but we know that th- that's the timeline well, that is well, gonna take a, place. Yeah, there's a lot. I think that they'll do things like because you have a lot of Kenobi's story is in Attack of the Clones, the animated show. When he's training Anakin, like that's like prime Obi Wan Kenobi, Jedi Master Obi Wan Kenobi, and you kind of see his, all of his adventures yeah. and crazy stuff that's going on. So if they take it from like when he exiles himself, it's gonna be from that point, which is cool he because does. he's still he's still pretty like mm-hmm. able, you know, he's still able. Um, I just hope that that we get. I just hope that we get some lore. Like, I'm expecting a lot of lore from an Obi-Wan oh, yeah. Kenobi show. I, they, there will be. There will be more, obviously, because he knows the history well, he's the of the last, Jedi. Like, he's the last, like, real, real Jedi that's been trained. You know, I Yoda, of course, yeah. is Yoda. But I think Obi-Wan Kenobi is the last true Jedi, which would have been great as a callback for the last Jedi because he was the last one that was trained in the ways of the Jedi. Everybody else was trained from necessity and and a we need yeah. a champion right now, which was Luke. I mean, also the only reason that Luke was involved also was because of Ben. You know, I mean, he, yeah, Kenobi didn't train Ben. You know, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. yeah, that's one of the reasons why too. But um, there's gonna be more movies though. You know, it's not gonna be. They might not be based off of Jedi's. They they could be based off of other characters. I know. I remember reading somewhere that they were planning on doing a a Poe show. You know, I feel like that would be cool. It's kind of like just the adventures. Poe, maybe Finn might be involved, or maybe it just Finn might. Finn said that he'd never do a never do a series show. He only wants to do movies. So I I don't think Finn's coming back. No, all. no, for I don't, sure. I no. don't think we're seeing Finn at all. Yeah, I mean, he had a. I guess an important role in Star Wars, but it wasn't important enough to have his own movie. I think he might do an animated series. Like if there's like a show that takes place with Finn and he voices Finn, 
he'd be down to do that. But I don't think he's going to act in anything yeah. that has to do with Star Wars. I don't think so. It's I mean, you never know. Him. I mean, if I mean, Ewan, right. Ewan McGregor, I mean, he came back for a show, so you never well, know. Yeah, well, he knows. He knows what's good. He's been trying to get back his, yeah. his like, I think a lot of actors, they just kind of know the la- the landscape. So they're figuring out, okay, of the properties that I've done before, is there a way that I can capitalize on being yeah. that character also in real life? And I think yeah, that I mean, Ewan McGregor has, him, uh, he got to the point where it's like, hey, bro, you're, you're Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, regardless I mean, of what you do, you're Obi-Wan. So that can happen with Finn, too. I mean, maybe not in the next couple of years, but way down the line, he's going to be like, you know what? I'm Finn. I did I did good in Star Wars and I was They're gonna bring them back in six, seven years, you know, eight when they years. Do the next, for sure. Like for they type have to Skywalker type trilogy. They you know? have to. However, it's you know, it's gonna be whatever. But um yeah, man. I think that I think that the future of Star Wars is up in the air. I don't know where it's gonna go. I'm interested to see the end of I know Mandalorian. It's, I know it's not going anywhere. It's staying. It's just well, right I'm now, glad that mystery. they're taking a right hiatus. A they're taking some time off. It says that we won't get the next Star Wars movie until 2022, I believe. 2022, and that's uh, three years from now. So hopefully in that three years, they can formulate a plan they of where the franchise trilogy. is going to go. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But um, yeah, I think uh, I think that's pretty much how all of our takes on, on the movie. Um, again... What, anything else? Anything else you want to add? Anything else? Anything else? Um, I love Babu Freak. Yeah, yeah, that was a great, that was a great addition. That was a great addition. Yeah, C-3PO. Uh, he's awesome. Yeah, I, I did like that part. I did like that part of C-3PO not being able to speak the Sith languages and like how it was passed in the Senate at, the, at you know, back then. It totally made sense. I, was like, I mean, oh, that was great. He did say there was another way and then they shut him off. <laughs> he's like, oh, wait, I have an idea. And it's done. Yeah, it's too late. You said it too late. I love I love C three PO in this in this movie. Um, you know, um, Chewie was cool at moments. You know, I knew he wasn't gonna die. They can't, they can't kill Chewie off. He's too beloved. I guess you know, and they can have anybody play Chewie. You know, if it, if that actor doesn't want to play Chewie no more, they're gonna have somebody else do it. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Um, well, we can take. A long time talking about yeah. Star Wars is, you know, we're very passionate about the about the property, and uh, just thank you for all the memories, George Lucas, J.J. Abrams, Disney, um, everybody that's been involved. Yeah. Phantom Menace, Samuel Jackson, yeah, Fortnite, that was one thing. I wanted, yeah, Fortnite had a huge, like, um, like same thing what they did with Endgame. They put the characters in there. They put like uh, the gliders, uh, which is like the spacecraft. So they have the Millennium Falcon. You can use the as that as your parachute. You can. I bought the Finn uh, skin because I, I just I just couldn't resist. Uh, they have Ray in there. They have Kylo. They have that Power Rangers looking chick. I don't remember her name. They have stormtroopers. Like you can buy these characters. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool with Fortnite. You know that they're always trying to. Help promote, but it kind of helps them too. Yeah. So I, I predict cool. I predict that a lot of these online uh, games who have skins and things like that, where they can dress their characters, are going to be a lot more aligned with popular culture and a lot more aligned with movies going forward. Yeah, where big movie franchises will be able yeah. to. It's, I mean, to Fortnite do is, their marketing. For Fortnite that. is pop culture, so it's kind of like 
it kind of it would have it makes did them, sense. It, it wouldn't have made sense if they didn't do it. I feel so, you. You know, I feel they you did on John that. Wick, yeah, Endgame, um, yeah, Wreck It Ralph. You know, so yeah, down the line is gonna be cool to see what they do. Uh, it was really cool what they did with um with the the Rise of Skywalker. It it, it kind of surprised me. So cool. cool. Shout shout out to Fortnite. Um, it's gonna be or thank you. You know, just everyone who's who's been tuning in to the Soundflip yeah. podcast. Um, it's been a great year. Uh, me, Skywalker, Mike, and Ace and Seer have just been uh, getting our footing and and figuring all this stuff out, this podcasting world out. And uh, and we have some great ideas for 2020. We just want to shout out all of the guests that have been on the podcast for this year. Um, you guys have helped helped us and added to the conversation and everything we have here. We want to thank uh, Productive Culture for elevating our podcast and making sure that it's at tip top quality. And, mm-hmm. uh, if you have a podcast or want to start a podcast, definitely shouts out, uh, shout out, uh, productive culture, reach out to them in order to schedule, um, your episodes out there. A wonderful production house that has many, many podcasts, including yeah. the Soundflick podcast. Get with um, the time. With it. so, it's about to be 2020. Y'all. About to be 2020. So hop on, <laughs> hop on for sure. Make sure and, and let them know that we sent you. And, uh, and yeah, you know, we're going to get it popping. I think 2020 has some amazing movies, both coming from Disney and Marvel and some, uh, some obscure movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the Christopher Nolan film that, that Oof. is going to be coming out. Tenet. That one looks that, awesome. Yeah, it looks great. So very, very excited to discuss all of the movies and music with you guys. We didn't really do too much music for, for this episode, but it's all right. Um, they have some great albums that are out. Make sure to go to Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you listen to music. Hit that new release tab. Tap in. We're going to be uh, discussing a lot more music in 2020 and just the impact of that with uh, all of the movies that we talk about. So, yes, sir. It's going to be dope. Yeah. Signing out. Signing out. See you in 2020. Yeah. We'll see you guys in 2020. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Um, Thank you for rocking with us. Peace.